This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you and we're continuing the theme that we started on Monday and that is having the full knowledge of God and the full knowledge of God's will. We started and we're going to continue today by looking at Colossians chapter 1 verses 9 to 11. If you have your Bibles, read along with us. For this reason also, since the day we heard of it, we have not ceased to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so that you may walk in a manner worthy of the Lord to please him in all respects, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for the attaining of all steadfastness and patience joyously. And we said then, and we say it again this morning, whatever we are filled with is going to control us. And God wants us to be filled to overflowing with the knowledge of God's will. Junie, can you think of anything more important to be filled with than that? No, I can't, Shelley. And the last part of that verse in Colossians that you read in chapter 2 about patience. Can you read it again, please? We're in chapter 1, remember. And it says, Strengthen with all power according to his glorious might for the attaining of all steadfastness and patience joyously. And what struck me, that's chapter 1 of Colossians verse what? 11. Patience joyously. <laughs> patience is really like a long suffering. And so for our listeners and for you and me, let us joyfully have patience. They that wait upon the Lord, Juni, shall renew their strength, and it takes patience. Hallelujah. So again, we looked at scriptures that talked about how people are filled. For example, one example is when Jesus told his disciples of his soon coming departure, we read in John sixteen six, because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Yet we read in the book of Acts, chapter four, verse thirty one, right at the day of Pentecost, it says the disciples were filled with the Holy Spirit. So what we're filled with is really going to control us and guide us. And Scripture speaks of the danger of the lack of knowledge. We read from Proverbs nineteen two, it is not good for a soul to be without knowledge. Isaiah 5.13 says, Therefore my people go into exile for their lack of knowledge. And Hosea 4.6 speaks of the people of Israel. 
My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. So again, I'm going to repeat what we've said during the week. Knowledge is the quintessential ingredient that we need to serve the Lord, to love him. And we see throughout the Bible what the will of God is. Number one, God's will is that we be filled with the Spirit. God's will is that we would be sanctified. 1 Thessalonians 4, 3 to 8. God's will is that we would be submissive and obey uh, authorities in the world, 1 Peter 2. And Junie read 1 Peter 4.19, which says, we are called to suffer for Christ's sake, suffer for his purpose by serving him. And of course, we know that in 1 Thessalonians 5.17, the word of God says, in everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God. And I want to just say that this teaching started by looking at what Paul said in the book of Philippians, oh, that I might know him. And this was a man who knew him well, and yet he's still talking about knowing him. And we need to see that the knowledge of God is never be, it will never be complete until we take our final breath and see him as he is. And then, of course, the promise is we shall be like him. And what's necessary also, Junie, is a renewed mind like to read Romans 12, 1 and 2. Junie, you have your Bible? Would you look at Romans 12, 1 and 2? Therefore I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service. Some uh, renditions are, which is your... Reasonable service to the Lord. Of worship. Right. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what is the will of God. Is that which is good and acceptable and perfect. So we see the will of God is good. It is acceptable and it is perfect. And to know it really takes um, a giving up of one's life, presenting our bodies as a living sacrifice. And that is acceptable to God, and it's our reasonable service of worship. It's powerful, Junie, but of course we see also that it requires the renewing of the mind to know God and live out the will of God. So let's go back to the portion that we started with, and that was Colossians Chapter 1, verse 9. And of course, the first ver- verse 9 says, For this reason also, since the day we heard of it, we have not ceased to pray for you to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. And then we need to stop and say, why? Well, the why comes in the following verses. And the first reason that we are to be filled with the knowledge of his will is that it allows us to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord to please him in all respects. And Junie, you know what? This speaks of our everyday practical life, a conduct, a conduct worthy of our Messiah. And that's big, Shelley, especially in this generation when people have their own ideas on marriage, on abortion, on um, gay people, that... A manner that's worthy of the Lord is different than what we might think is worthy. We need to look at the word of God and see before God what is sin, which is a danger to man. Amen, amen. 
All right, so we, we need to walk in a manner worthy of Jesus. Secondly, we know that in the Bible, in Romans chapter 6, verse 4, we are called to walk in newness of life. And that really comes to what you read before in Romans 12, 2. We need a renewing of our mind. We need a renewing of our life. We need to say that all things have passed away and all things have been made new. All right, when you look at 2 Corinthians 5, 7, We know that we're called to walk by faith and not by sight. Again, this is walking in a manner worthy of the Lord. And we see, Shelley, in Galatians 5.16, that we're called to walk by the Spirit. Hallelujah. And, Junie, that requires, again, a renewed mind. We're not to walk by the flesh, but we're called to walk by the Spirit. Again, we're looking at Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1, and what do we see? We walk in a manner worthy of our calling. We all have a call of God, and God wants to see that call fulfilled, and it's going to come through the full knowledge of His will. We see in Ephesians 5.2 that we need to walk in love. And sometimes, humanly speaking, we are not in a position to love. But praise God that the Lord who is alive in us when we yield our will and our bodies as a living sacrifice, his love can come alive in us for all people. Junie, I don't know why I think of this, but maybe going back 50 or some odd years, maybe more, there was a popular song that said, to know him is to love him. And you know what? There's a biblical aspect of that, which is true. You can't love someone you don't know. And the more you know Jesus, the more you're going to love him. And the more you love him, the more you're going to serve him. And all that is part of the full knowledge of God's will. And I believe in this day and age, with perilous days coming, God is going to use those people who know him intimately, just like Paul prayed. Then he's, we need to pray this prayer for each one of us today as well. You know, in walking in love, Shelley, I remember uh, going through a very difficult time with you And we received letters from lots of people that really grieved us in what they believed about us. And one of the letters I received, it was um, someone who had read and I had sent an apology letter for everything they believed I did to them, uh, that it was never in my heart for them to please forgive me. And I received my letter back unopened. And I remember sitting at the dining room table in our home weeping and just saying, Lord, how could this person not know that I love them? Can you show me what I did to make them feel that way? And I heard the still small voice of the Lord say to me, June, how many people know I love them? How many people know or care that I even exist? And I realized that when we walk with God, when we really know him, he entrusts us to experience some of the things that he experienced walking the earth. And so as we come into the real knowledge of God, as we come into um, seeing and understanding really what Jesus did for us, and what did he say to all of his disciples? He said, follow me. And so in knowing Jesus, in knowing the Lord, in knowing what he fulfilled, for he said, it's written of me in the volume of the book, that means the prophets, the Psalms, and the Torah, 
that he was not recognized for who he was. He was not appreciated. He was rejected. He went to the cross for us, and he died and was resurrected that you and I, Shelley, and every listener might have eternal life and his Holy Spirit, the Comforter, living in us to bring us through this life and victory. So to really know him, to come into the knowledge yes, of Lord. God and walk in his will can sometimes really be painful. And we do need patience. We need long-suffering. And that, too, is a fruit of the Spirit. So we need the Lord. We need him more and more each day, especially as the days grow dark in the earth. And, Judy, we need to see that all of these ways of walking comes out of the full knowledge of God's will. And again, we also read, we read in Ephesians 5.15, walk as a wise man. And you know, in the Bible, Junie, the opposite of wise is foolish. And the foolish man says in his heart, there is no God. So we really pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that there would be such a, a passion and a desire and an earnestness to come into the full knowledge of God and know his will, the good, perfect, and acceptable will of God, that we might walk in a manner worthy of our Lord. And Lord, that you would um, fill us with the knowledge of knowing when we follow you, sometimes there is suffering and hardship that we might do it in joy because of who you are. I ask this, Father, for each one of us, in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.